0: In the last episode, I gave you five things to do to avoid financial mistakes. There's a couple of other things that, you know, and especially one thing that we're gonna talk about during this session that is critically important to make sure that you do. Um, it prevents mistakes. It also kills embezzlement to a large extent, too. So, you know, I've been working with business owners for the past 42 years. And unfortunately, I can almost smell when the books are not right. I'm laughing about it. But it's really a sickening thing to to know that something's not right. Somebody is stealing or somebody's stealing materials. It's not only necessarily dollars. It could be materials. It could be a lot of other things. Um, you know, it might be some of your vendors who are stealing. You know, it, I promise you, it's a really sickening feeling that... I get, and I absolutely hate telling owners someone is embezzling and here's the proof. Unfortunately or fortunately, all embezzlers leave telltale signs. And sadly, most of them could have been caught quickly or the bookkeeper would never try to embezzle. By you doing one simple thing, which we talked about last time, was, was looking at your bank statements every day online. And that's not the one thing to do. That's something that you just should be doing as a habit, like brushing your teeth, all right? And making sure that you get your bank statements and that you look at your bank statements and you look at the reconciliation reports as we talked about last episode. Again, that's not the one thing you absolutely need to do. Um, here's the critical thing you have to make sure that your months are closed, i.e. somebody can't go back and put data in a month that's you know two months before or three months before once the financial statements are printed and you know that they're accurate, all right? It does you absolutely no good to get a financial statement and have a bookkeeper change the data after you get your financial statements. And this happens all the time. So you're getting a financial statement and you think it's the right financial statement and oops, I forgot this, or oops, no, I made a mistake on that. And guess what they do? They go back to the previous month where you had gotten the quote unquote actual financial statement and change it and don't print out another statement for you. Not a good idea. Even worse, and this has happened, instead of putting in 2023 they put in 2022 by accident and it goes back to a years ago statement so they you know they type in march 3rd 2022 instead of march 3rd 2023 and they affect the financial statement of march of 2022 and all of the financial statements for an entire year not a good idea all right so assuming you're listening to this in March when it was when it is first aired, your books for at least 2022 should be closed and preferably January of 2023. okay So what you need to do is put a close, make sure they're closed. I mean you have accurate financial statements, everything is right to the best of your knowledge and that's it. Nothing else can be put in that, year of 2022 all right now some computer systems do this as a matter of course all the sage systems do it quickbooks is the key because a lot of you are using quickbooks but a lot of the other systems do this as a matter of course once the month is closed it's closed you can't go back you can't open it et cetera, et cetera, etc etc which you know some people complain about and i get it but you want to make sure everything's right before you close it you don't want to print out a financial statement and then go oh crap I forgot this. And then go back two months. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that if I'm looking at January's financial statement, I'm getting January's accurate financial statement. All right, same thing. So if the months get closed, and you know, back in the old days, QuickBooks never closed the month. They never had a mechanism to do this. So if I wanted to steal from you, all I had to do was write a check as of, let's say March 3rd of 2022, And you'd never find it. It was a year ago. Or it might have done it in October of 2022. And this is March of 2023. All right. Now QuickBooks fixed that hole. So what you want to do is put a close date in with a password. And you should be doing this. You should have the password, not your bookkeeper. QuickBooks will ask you what date you want. And if you you're still not comfortable with January, February, and March of this year, of 2023, you might put in any date before January 1, 2023. Okay, So let's assume, you know, by accident, and sometimes it does happen by accident, but let's assume by accident somebody types in 22 instead of 23 as a year, QuickBooks will come up and say, please enter the password to make this transaction. And if it's somebody doing it legitimately, it's like, oops, you know, I put a wrong date in here or a wrong figure or whatever else it is. If it's an embezzler, it's like, crap. You know, I can't, we're we're starting to watch the books. So, you know, you need to make that password. You do not give it to your bookkeeper. You don't give it to anybody else. There is no reason somebody should be going into your books two or three months after the month that's closed. It was supposedly closed with accurate data all right this prevents human mistakes which we all make and it also prevents an embezzler from going back and stealing in that way okay the the other thing that's really interesting that could happen is let's assume you start doing this and this is the first time you've ever entered a password and generally um, if you if you go to the top and you know QuickBooks has file and company and whatever else on the top left. It's one of those where you go down and and it'll say enter password and you want to enter the password and the date there. And that's where it's done. Okay. It's not done, you know, in the normal day-to-day routine types of things, but do it, make sure it does get done. Okay. And I'm going to give you some, a warning. All right. Let's assume you've never done this. And there is an embezzler working in your business and you just don't know it because they've stolen that way. they're going to quit because they realize you're actually starting to look and they're going to get discovered and they may be a very good bookkeeper and they may be doing the books perfectly well if they quit as a result of you doing that that should be your first warning sign that they were either going to be embezzling or they already had been embezzling. You need to find out. So if a really good bookkeeper quits when you put in that password, that should be your warning sign. The other thing I need to let you know is if you are looking for a bookkeeper, number one, I have a bookkeeping test that's done by AIPBA, which is the American Institute of Bookkeeping Professionals. Um, who give it out free of charge. And the test is there and the answers are there. And if they don't pass the test, you don't hire them. They don't know bookkeeping. Happy to send it to you. Not a problem. My contact info is at the end of the show. But anyway, so we were hiring and looking to hire a bookkeeper. And this bookkeeper applied and she passed the test with flying colors. And The books were a mess and we need to have them cleaned up. And I went down to to help with the beginning part of this. And we had put all the procedures in place to, you know, to keep the honest people honest, i.e. person A didn't do receivables and go to the bank, you know, and all those fun types of procedures that you generally put in place. So I'm down there and it's really obvious that she knows what's going on um, and knows bookkeeping. And I get this funny feeling in the pit of my stomach like, you know, I'm glad we have these procedures in place. I'm not sure what's going to happen here. Well, about two weeks later, she just didn't show up. Couldn't get a hold of her. Couldn't find her. Evaporated. That to me, I told owner. he was really frustrated because he had found a really good bookkeeper. I said she was an embezzler. She found out that we have the procedures in place and you can't She's not going to, it's not going to be easy for her to embezzle her. She went on to another victim. Consider yourself lucky. All right. So if you have that happen to you, be aware that, you know, thankfully you've got the procedures in place to keep the honest people honest. And, you know, remember, you can delegate the day to day ag- activities, but you never ever abdicate the total responsibility for the financial segment of your business. You know, just watch. And, Please, if you have not done this and you are using QuickBooks, put in the password. It's really, really, really important. It will help keep your books safe. Okay. Now, I realize this is a very short contractor sense. However, this was one thing that you absolutely have to do and I wanna make sure that your books are closed, especially for 2022 as of right now. So please do this. I usually say, choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. This is the thing you got to do is close your books and put that password in if you're using QuickBooks. This will help you make more money, have more free time and prevent embezzlement. So if you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor stay safe and make more money too. For comments or questions call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable